Hey Alexa, you ready for the spotlight? You know it, Jace. Let's hope I don't f*** it up this time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to Jace the Producer Presents The Shuffle. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't even begin to explain how much fun this show was, okay? Just let me explain real quick. I'm Jace. He's Jace. He's the lead singer of Jay Paris, a local band for Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. Just follow along. Hey, man, what's going on with you? How you how you been? Brother, I am great. How the hell are you? Oh, man, it's been a long day, man, but I'm cool. <laughs> it's, it's been how many years since I've spoken to you? Dude, I... You know, it feels like we've kind of kept in touch, you know, like um, through like various channels over the years. But but like, you know, I, since we actually talked, man, I, shit, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> and how have you been? Well, I've been good, man. Um, you know, we've uh, we've actually you know been getting back out there quite a bit. Um, you know, we, we're, you know, before this stupid COVID thing, man, um, you know, shut all the venues down. We were, you know, back to kind of packing clubs. The word was getting back out again, you know, and, and, and you know, the, the shows were getting packed and, and kids were, were, were showing up and just having a blast. And, um, you know, it, it, it's been kind of like a little bit of a revival here, right? And so um, I was real disappointed that, I mean, obviously, we were right along with the rest of the world to see all the cool stuff that, you know, we had going on. Like everybody, everybody seemed to, the world seemed to be going so well. I mean, the economy was going good. I mean, you know, you know, rock and roll seemed to be really having a, you know, good resurgence, man. Uh, venues were getting packed. It was just, a, it was a really good time. It just, man, put on the brakes and shut everything down like that, man. That was, that was tough. But, uh, but pre-COVID, man, doing fantastic. <laughs> Hopefully get back out there and that'll happen again soon. That's a plus. I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing well. We're doing well. And like yeah. I said, hopefully as long as a fanfare stays with you yeah should maintain they mean everything man it's it's just you know i mean if they're not out there with us there's no reason for us to be out there it's just it's, we can do that in the basement man but the fact that they're still out there and um you know we we i took a, a an interest in doing in doing covers man and it's interesting i've never done covers in my life most bands musicians start out you know learning other people's music and um, you know, being, you know, maybe going out and doing a cover band thing and, and then starting to write their own music a little bit and then trying to push it out there and do their own records. And I, I just kind of did all that in reverse work. I mean, of course, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, I'd learn all the you know, Black Sabbath stuff and, you know, Voivod and, you know, Black Flag and all that kind of stuff, you know, just, just to learn how to play, you know, music, period. But I was never really in a cover band, never really did that thing. And um, I was, um, a number of years ago, I started kind of you know I was, I was we were putting you know we have a few records out call it what you want was the most recent one that was released but we started i started working on the record um but it was it was going to be titled ruin america and it was um it was the same band of course me rob sean um but we also had john karabi from motley crew to join the band he was on our label and he was doing um his his solo record and we just kind of started you know we gelled really well so we started doing stuff together i was like kind of you know you know a little bit helping him um you know write some songs for for his his up and coming record and he was definitely helping helping out with our, our record and, and doing a lot of writing and he was <laughs> he was um he was in la for some reason and i was in dc and we met in tulsa to to start recording the, re- the record and we recorded three or four songs and it was going really really well and for some personal reasons, man, I just, I just stopped and kind of, you know, kind of got out of the whole, whole situation. It was going through a bad personal time. But, um, so anyway, the point is late, you know, late, later on, I, we had these four or five songs that, that were 
really, really good songs. I thought it was some of the best stuff that we had ever done and just not completed the record. And so I wanted to, you know, as I started wanting to get back out there and put it back together again, I became acutely aware that I never really had the education of like learning other people's music. And I never, I never understood how other people did it. I just knew the way I did it. Right. So I started, you know, I was jamming with some, with some, with some friends of mine. Um, I just got, I developed this interest in, in doing covers and I recorded a Cure song, Fascination Street. And I love the way that turned out so much that I just kept on going. And it, like, every, it was like every artist I would, you know, learn, you know, their biggest hits. I would, I would feel like I, my, my, my mind was just opening up musically so, so much. Like I, I would learn how other singers would open up and, and, and approach um, the songs that they had written. And, and I would learn production tricks on, on and it was just a whole new education. And so it put me into a situation where I, I just started to know like all these covers. And so I called Rob up one day and I was like, man, why don't we just get, get back out there, do some covers and do you know some of our stuff and some covers and just get out there and play for, for fun again while we think about putting out the record. And hell man, we've been doing that ever since. It's just been great. And I mean, you know, we've been We've been playing everywhere doing it like that. We play, you know, a lot, a lot of Jay Paris music, but we, we play, man, anything from like Newfound Glory to, to Green Day to even like Old Journey and Bon Jovi stuff and Tom Petty and just all this all this stuff that like has become this re-education and allowing me to, I think, write a hell of a lot better. So that's kind of where we are right now. We're doing that and, and um, you know, slowly writing and, you know, maybe might one day put this Ruin America record out, but you know, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. What would you say is maybe one or two songs in your soundtrack of life not not for my records from from other records you mean let me let me let me really think about that let me think that through for a second before before i tell you that um i'm just gonna look at something really quick all right um this is it's it's um it's probably going to be a little counterintuitive because it's actually a very like uh a melancholy song but while i'm a big huge cure fan and i have to say that that's that's you know probably you know about 40 percent of that fate's warning is my all-time favorite band there's a, there's a song called the road goes on forever that i swear i've listened to that song every other day probably for most of my life <laughs> Yeah. 
but that's that's um, yeah. I'd have to say that you know if they were gonna play something my funeral, that that song would probably be one. <laughs> the one you want. You know, we were talking about siblings, uh, and of course, uh, Rob is your brother. Yeah, you're in a band with your brother. How has that been? Has there been any creative difference on like, oh, I, I like this idea, but I'm older, so you know, kind of. Thing. <laughs> no, man, it's it's it's. We have the most oddly, um, perfectly symmetrical relationship. Um, it's it's really weird, man. We uh, we're 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 great writing partners. We uh, matter of fact, um, we we really like the same bands. I mean, there you know, are there some bands that you know maybe I go way back with that he you know isn't quite as familiar with me to some extent, I suppose, and uh, a little bit maybe some more modern stuff that he's he's more familiar with that I am. But I mean, we're all. You know, we're both huge Enough's Enough fans. We're both Fate's Warning fans. We're both Rancid fans, you know, Newfound Glory fans. Butch Walker is, you know, we're, you know, we're huge fans there. I mean, it's just so, I don't know, we have very similar taste. In fact, for on the Call of What You Want record, there was a song called Mistake. I don't know if you, if you remember that one. Yes. Um, but he, he came to me and he, and he wrote about 85% of that song. And um, I, uh, when we were recording, the record rob had to come back for some work to do or something he had to do for part of the recording of the record and um i sort of surprised him and we finished we, we you know we laid down that song and and kind of finished it up and and produced it and everything and brought it back to him and when we were back you know when i came back from recording the rest of the record and just kind of finishing it up i you know i was in the car and rob, I said, rob check this out he <laughs> freaked out I was like, oh. You couldn't believe that that was, you know, and it wound up being one of the best songs on the record, in my opinion. Rob's a great writer. It is um, actually I, in your top five on Spotify. It, it is it is top five, yeah, man. It's, and um, I, I can't sing without Rob. Him, him and I are just, you know, if I sing, he's got to be singing with me. Otherwise, I don't really feel like doing it. We're just kind of inseparable, separable that way, you know. Uh, it's 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 weird. I don't know that we've ever had any kind of argument or even disagreement. Is that odd for brothers? No, I just want to know what it's like to leave it to Beaver. <laughs> Fight with everybody else, you know, around me for some reason. But, you know, for some reason Rob and I never do. <laughs> it's because one of you will beat up the other one. One's bigger than the other one. Somebody's going to choke somebody else with the microphone cord. Yeah, that's that's why. The threats are there, all right? The threats are there. We're scared to death of each other, so we don't even argue. <laughs> we just stay on our opposite sides of the stage. So, was, was it him or was it Sean that had the nickname Peanut? No, that was actually that was actually the drummer. Um, okay. At the time. Yeah, when Peanut Peanut was um, actually um, he was he was damn near him and I and, and really Rob too, but um, him and I were really the founding members of the, of the band. Peanut and I go way back to just right right out of high school, not in high school, but out out, out of high school, um, and we just wrote. The, just a ton of songs together. It's spent a lot of life together, and we're really best friends for for, for the longest period of time. You know, really, still, really are. We, we don't we don't keep in touch as much as we used to, but uh, we're we're kind of like brothers for life too. So yeah, that's Peanut Man. He's not in the band anymore, you know. Uh, but he's uh, he's he's always kind of a part of the band, whether he, whether he wants to be or not. <laughs> he's 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 a part of us, you know. No matter what, he's like a tattoo on the band, you know. There you go. And of course, I remember Sean's hair. Yeah, that was in. Insane. Yeah, man. He had he had, he had he had the coolest hair. I did the first time I ever ever met him, man. A buddy of mine, um, 
uh, and I we formed a, a thrash metal band when we were in when we were in high school, and and we were like I don't know, man, Testament or Slayer, you know, that we were kind of in that vein, and we needed a guitar player, and he said, I know this dude, you're gonna love this dude, and, and he just he drove me over his house. I've never spoken with the guy before, and he just shows up at the door, man, and he's got that hair exactly what you're talking about, spikes <laughs> to the moon everywhere, and he just he's, he, he comes to the guitar with a guitar. I mean, he comes to the door with a guitar strapped around his shoulder. And he's just looking and he just doesn't say a word. He just kind of keeps playing. I'm like, hey, how are you? <laughs> My name's Jace, you know, that kind of thing. And he just kind of nods his head and he's like, we, we were best of friends sort of ever, ever, ever since that day. You know, it was like an instant, instant friendship kind of thing. You know, Every time I see him, I wonder how he gets in and out of cars. <laughs> it's not so spiked up anymore these days, man. But no, you know, I mean, now he's got a beard. <laughs> Sometimes, I mean, you know, he'll, he, you know, sometimes Sean just it depends on what day he feels like doing what. You know, he'll wake up and maybe he'll be, he'll grow it out a little bit if he's a little lazy, and if not, he'll shave it off. And next thing you know, he's got black hair spiked up everywhere. It just it depends on Sean's mood, man. He's, he's he's very reflective the way of the way he's feeling, you know. I love great. Sean's a great guitar player, man. I still learn so much from that dude. Now, for for being an underground band, if you want to say that, which I don't, I don't want to say that because you guys actually saw commercial success for yeah. a few years. You guys were touring Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. You guys were all over the country for a while. You guys had a poster in the CBGB's movie. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about all the people that kind of followed you and followed where you're going to perform. Have you ever spotted a familiar face at a show like from across the country? Yes. We weren't across the country, but our fans were. So we, we did really well on the West Coast when we first put out Call It What You Want. Um, for some reason, I, I think the reason was we did that. We did all the shows with, with Bowling for Soup out there. And um, we got to the point where we were selling out the whiskey as an East Coast band back right when we were just getting signed. So, we, you know, we felt like that was a pretty good accomplishment. And the people were really, really receptive and really cool. And we made a lot of good friends out there and a lot, a lot of fans in that. And um, we had we, we were we, we went on tour or anything. We were just playing a local bar in and um, it was it was something for 98 Rock. They had some show going on and we, we were playing and people from who had seen us out at, at, at the whiskey, there was like three or four people flew from, from Anaheim, California to Baltimore to see us at a, at a, at a club. Oh. And, you know, if you're Bon Jovi, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, newfound glory, if you're some big, you know, that, that's like, that happens all the time. But to us, we were just, we couldn't believe it. We were like, Oh my God, you flew out here to see us. We, we, we barely showed up at the show tonight. right? <laughs> you know, and here you are flying all the way out here. So um, yeah, man, that, that was pretty cool. That, that was, that was an interesting thing, man. So, you know, paparazzi is the song that Sean, I have to give most of the credit to, to Sean for, uh, for writing paparazzi. Um, it's, it's, it's uh, it's one of our favorite songs, man. Here it is, paparazzi. Uh, There's something wrong here. There's something that's not quite clear. Up in the club and I'm almost famous. They don't know what my name is because 'cause I'm not on the A list. And it's a shame that I'm blaming my agent who hired my publicist, the one who's got me up to a stunt like this. I wish they'd harass me right now. They just walk past me in order to get to a first class celebrity. If I did. Paris, would that change my simple life? Hey, hey paparazzi, I think 
you remember coming to my school? So I think I do. I was thinking about this. Was it was this like Smyrna High School? Yes. I do, man. I actually have a story about that. Oh, <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, I remember. There's a reasons why I remember that school. <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear the story. Uh, you want me to tell you about it now? Yeah. Well, so the reason why I remember that particular school is is because hey you know we met a lot of cool people there man i mean it was just it was you know you had a lot of cool cool people and it wasn't too far from where we were from right we were you know um we're dc maryland delaware kind of based people right but well one thing i remember is for some reason man our manager at the time had and you'll probably remember this they had us doing they had me doing these psa's you remember that so like they would i don't know why they thought i would be a good candidate for this but they 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 would send us into the schools and they would have us you know have me do these like videos about you know staying away from drugs and you know all this stuff that you know kids shouldn't do and they for some reason thought that i would spokesperson for that right so you know i just, I just kind of went where they told me to go at that point in time we were kind of new on the scene and we were doing pretty well but it was just it was it was one of these things where i just i, I would show up and they would you know give me lines to do you know to read and, and sit in front of a camera and we would just, i would just do it and i would leave right i just didn't really put a whole lot of thought into that is my point well, the thing I remember about doing those particular PSAs is you probably, what do they, they play them in front of the, like, in, in the morning announcements and everything? Yeah, we, we put them up in the announcements uh, ahead of the principal coming up. I don't even remember what I was saying or talking about or anything, but I know it had some sort of anti-drug message, that kind of thing, anti- And I, you know, later I got um, a copy of, of some of these these videos, these P PSAs, and I noticed that I didn't even, I didn't even pay attention. This was not purposeful at all, okay? But I was watching, the, I was watching myself doing these PSAs and I'm looking down, I'm like, dude, you wore a Jack Daniels shirt. Why would you do that? You see, I don't remember that from the video. What I remember is you tripped over the lines. Like you tripped over what you were saying, and you were you were talking about anti-bullying or whatever it was. And oh, bullying? Yeah, and for whatever reason, you said, if you were someone you know was fat, no, that's not what I meant to say. What the hell? I would just started laughing because you just called everybody fat. <laughs> Man, I had no idea why I was even doing PSAs. They just—it was something that the, that the, that particular the school district in Delaware thought that we would have, the, you know, an influence on a positive influence on kids for some reason, and and just wanted us to uh, to go and do that. So I just would go in and read these lines, and I didn't really even know what they were saying or anything. But I just remember I thought, you know, I was you know talking about you know, you know kids not drinking and not doing drugs, and I'm just watching this video going, and I was like, dude, why why am I wearing a Jack Daniels shirt? <laughs> That is great. I love that story. I, did, I don't think I remember what you were wearing, but I remember you saying, if you or your friends are fat. Oh, no. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't mean to call people fat. Scratch it. Cut. Re-rack. And you know, I, I, think, I think our management uh, uh, company the, the, at the time, they saw like Bon Jovi doing these national PSAs about something or other. And they're like, oh, that'd be a good idea. You know, Jason should be a good influence. And, you know, I probably wasn't. So, you know, I don't know why they would want me to do that. But. Well, it, it's funny to me because I, I think you and I had an instant attachment because when I said, hi, you know, I'll be behind the board or directing whatever. And I said, what's your name? And you said, Jace. I went, no, 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 that's my name. What's your name? I said, Jace. I said, yes. You're like, no, that's my name. No, sir. That Screw it. I, I thought this interview might get a little confusing. I thought one of us might say Jace and both of us say, huh? Just you say, know? huh, or what? Yeah. 
I forget how I met up with Cody. I think he was at work. And uh, and I said, you know, I was wearing like a radio t-shirt or something like that. He's like, oh, I know a couple of bands. I'm like, I know a few from this area. He's like, oh, who do you know? I'm like, oh, Jay Paris. He's like, how do you know them? I'm like, oh, this guy came to my school a couple of years ago and called everybody fat. <laughs> and he's like, did you say Jay Paris? I'm like, yeah, I think his name was Jace. He goes, that's my dad. <laughs> You're kidding, right? That's amazing. Yeah, man. I had Cody at a very young age, and uh, he's been he's he's grown up. Uh, he's grown he's grown up a lot, you know, around that stuff, and you know, he, you know, go to go to shows and sort of get lost in the crowd, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but he's always had a real good time with it, man. Um, and you know, he he he's still, you know, even even now, man, he's you know, he, he's at most of our shows and and everything. So it's it's really cool, man. Um, one thing I remember about um, that that I thought was really interesting. Like, I, I don't, I have no idea why, but if you could tell me if my memory is straight on this, like on all these schools that we went around that I did these PSAs for, we did, we, we, we played there. We, we played at in the school auditorium and yeah. the, the schools would actually dismiss the entire freaking high school to go down to the auditorium to see a punk rock band. Like we were some like positive influence on everybody. And I was just thinking, why would you do that? But I mean, it's cool by me. Oh, yeah, they it did. was like right in the middle of the daytime from what I remember, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, you were at school. And I had always been wondering how you knew the teacher. That was my, I'm like, how does he, what kind of music is my teacher listening to that he knows this punk rock band? <laughs> my teacher's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, the point is, man, I do, I do really, I remember, I remember that school and that, in that set of schools that we were, you know, we, we were, you know, playing. I mean, you know, we, we weren't just playing schools, you know, we were, you know, playing pretty much everywhere and, and stuff. But um, it was, it was a real interesting thing because not a lot of bands were doing that. And, and um, you know, thinking back to it, man, I, I don't know that bands do that at all. I don't know why we were no, doing No, they don't. <laughs> Punk rock but it was cool. Time. Obviously, we got to meet you and a lot of cool people. So I mean, I, you know, it was it was fun, man. It was cool. It, it was it was amazing. Like I said, getting to meet you guys and then seeing everybody out on stage. And then I came to one of your performances, and because you knew me from the school and and producing the commercials for you, you're like, "Hey, you're a roadie. Can you carry my stuff?" <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> it's all good. But you knew who I was. I was like, oh, I'm a fan. And and they know me. This is awesome. I'm going to carry something. Okay, where am I putting this? <laughs> I probably said, I don't know. <laughs> Put it there. That's awesome, man. Hey, this is Jace from Jay Paris. We're going to be right back after this. If you have a pet, you know how difficult it could be to handle business. Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags are number one and the number two business. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are easy to manage with handles and they're extra wide. These bags will accommodate pets of any size. With 120 per box, that's about a two month supply. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are made from biodegradable material that make it effortless and easy to make knots so that you do not have to touch the business. The box even transforms into a handy dispenser. Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags are even lemon scented. They are made big enough for even the largest of dogs and thick enough to ensure that there is no mess. They're also great for cat litter boxes. Simply place your hand in the bag, pick up the waste, and reverse the bag over your hand and tie. Head over to rangerrobshop.com for more information on Ranger Rob's Pet Poopy Bags. 
Welcome to DJ Chino, TSP.com, home of DJ Chino and Top Sprint Productions, a premier mobile DJ service that is fully licensed and insured. Top Sprint Productions has packages to accommodate all your services and needs, including lighting and a photo booth. DJ Chino specializes in services for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, holiday parties, corporate events, church functions, quinceañeras, or any event that you just want to make special. You can call DJ Chino at 347-538-4344. That's 347-538-4344. DJ Chino and Topspin Production has servicing areas such as Delaware, Maryland, Philadelphia, New Jersey, and New York. You can find DJ Chino and Topspin Productions on all of your social media at DJ Chino TSP on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or at DJ Chino TSP.com. Book DJ Chino today at 347-538-4344. That's 347-538-4344. DJ Chino and Topspin Productions, we make your events memorable. What if I told you that there was a magical place where you could get free, high-quality audiobooks for free? Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's called Another World Audiobooks. It's a weekly podcast with professional narration of some of the greatest fiction books ever written. You can find us on your podcast player of choice. Just search Another World Audiobooks and enjoy over 120 episodes and counting, plus awesome giveaways. Another World Audiobooks podcast is your ticket to another world. This is your new Best Friends podcast, a weekly podcast that caters to you, the listener. Tabby, I'm sick. Battery packed laser tag so we don't die. Pool. Okay, there you go. <laughs> With floaties. Mm-hmm. And that's my day. I wasn't prepared to take criticism from a, uh, a pear-shaped dictator, but... <laughs> and why are your pants still on? That would have been a not-my-finest-moment moment. Just like a random seed comes out of my shirt. thought I swallowed this. <laughs> you physically blew the crotch out? A testicles found the aftermath of the blowout. <laughs> You are on a roll today. Get this guy some ketchup and mustard because <laughs> is he a hot dog? It's oh. it's a good and it's a good motivator. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. enough to get you the fuck up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be part of the show? Write in at ynbfpodcast at yahoo.com or call us at 707-461-0706. Uh, I want to talk about what Jay Paris is doing now. Sure. So, uh, of course, as you mentioned earlier, we have everything is getting shut down because of this whole COVID situation. Um, Venues are canceling. Uh, But you guys had a lot of, a lot of things that were going on at the same time, a lot of bars and clubs and venues that you guys were going at. Um, What are maybe maybe like top five that you really like enjoy this place, this venue? If you don't mind, let me, let me, let me just kind of add a little bit about why we are having such a great, resurgence i mean uh not number one there there's so much thought about you know revisiting um finishing the the record ruin america just feel like some of our best material is has not been released yet and so we, we kind of want to put that back out but as, as i mentioned to you sean and i were in a uh, thrash metal band in, in high school called oblivion and, and around the dc metro area it's um in fact pieces of that band are still going it's just a legendary band that we just kind of all started together after I left that band to go to Los Angeles to do the whole Hollywood thing, you know, the, the you know, the Sunset Strip stuff, um, Sean stayed back in the band and they got a new drummer by the name of Mike Spears. 
and Mike Spears and Sean were in that band that, you know, me and, me and another friend of mine, Mike Bozier, started back when we were kids for years and years and years. So fast forward to today, and we, we're putting back the band back together. Pino was just so busy, man. He really he really just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't spare the time for it. He wanted to do it. We wanted him to do it. It just didn't work out that way, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, as it turned out, that drummer, Mike Spears, who was in our original thrash metal band, decided he was going to come join the band. So now not only do you have all the original members from Jay Paris in, in, in a band, but now you have our original heritage of, of Oblivion, who sort of resurrected too with me, Sean and Mike. So it's, 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 it's a really cool thing. It's not just like we have, you know, pieced together a skeleton of a band and we're just kind of, you know, duct taping it and moving along. Um, we really have this really cool thing. And um, so that that's one of the reasons why we're pushing so hard. If you're talking about top five venues, I, I just love them all, man. But, um, you know, we're, we're having a lot of fun with uh, playing Hard Rock Cafe in Baltimore. Um, you know, we we're, we have three or four shows, actually, because we keep going back there. We just love it so much. It's right in the Inner Harbor. Um, we have such a good time with that. Um, there's, a, there's a place called Ollie's. Um, that really has become kind of our home club in La Plata, Maryland. That's just a blast. There's a place out on the beach that we're supposed to be opening the season with. Big, big stage, man. Great place. It's called the Black Pearl High Tides. It's out King George. Gosh, man, I'm drawing a blank, man. I should be looking at my schedule because our schedule's pretty full, right? <laughs> and unfortunately, you can't go to any of them, and that, that really sucks. It's, it's a heartbreaking thing, man, because, I mean, our, our schedule, our, our, like, you know, I don't want to call it a tour schedule, but our, our 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 playing schedule, I'll just call it, man, has just gotten really, really busy. And now it's just we're it's all questionable. We don't we don't know what shows are are going to be open. Um, you know, what clubs are going to be open. There's another one I, I can't not mention, Caddy's from Cordell too. That is that's just absolutely been great to us and great fan base up there. And oh my God, the Jetty. How can I forget the jetty? I, man, I'll go on like this for all day, man. I don't want to, <laughs> I, I don't want to take up all your day, man. Oh, we've been, it's such great. We've been received so well at, at these places and that, that are really opening to our doors to us. And, and the fans are showing out in drones. And it's just, man, they're calling out old songs. Where, you know, I'm sitting here playing, you know, you know, these covers and expecting nobody wants to hear our stuff, man. And everybody's just, you just hear so many screams for like, here we go again. And even like the silence and mafia 911 and all this kind of stuff. And it just, it's, it, I can't tell you what it does to, to me after all this time to have people coming out, you know, t to see us like that. It's, it's a, it's, it's a cool thing, man. But yeah, my, Mike, Mike, the new drummer, the new old drummer, I'll call him, you know, he's, he's been around with us kind of like forever. Um, he's just, he's a blast. He's, he's a monster drummer. Um, you, you really have a good time, you know, coming out and, and, and seeing this guy play, man. I, when we're watching videos, I'm watching him most of the time. You know? <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think you had a couple of CDs when you were at the school, when you were touring the schools. I still have my Jay Paris 660 CD. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually in my wife's car right now. I unfortunately don't drive a car here. I drive a motorcycle about 90% of the time. Unfortunately, <laughs> I am working from home. So what I do is uh, in the mornings before I start work, I'll go outside and I'll run as fast as I can with my eyes closed so I can try to remember what it's like to feel wind on my face. <laughs> and I'll come back inside and go to work. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna take a picture of me sitting on my bike in front of the front door and have my kids like fan just blowing on me and say this is why I pretend to go to work during quarantine. <laughs> I know, dude. And they closed Starbucks. What the hell are we supposed to be doing now? Yeah. 
So are you guys, uh, are you guys writing some in this quarantine or just kind of going over some stuff, making some plans? Like, are you using? I yeah. I, you know, I, it's funny, man. We got up, we got so caught up in playing and, in, in that and play and our schedule got so tight that I sort of, you know, we sort of stopped. But, um, I, I think everybody in the band has really been kind of independently writing and, and, and kind of pushing towards this idea that, all right, let's get back to what the reason why we got into doing this is you know look a little bit about shaping ruin america i mean because it, it's such it's it really had the record i'm telling you had so much potential man it was really it was really our best stuff by by far by leaps and bounds i mean it was it really kind of you know had like a jimmy Eat world vibe to it a little bit um, um and, it, and you know it was it was sort of you know you know us man we're kind of like a pop punk you know kind of kind of band but you know it also has a lot of our influences um, that go, you know, well before that. I mean, even like Journey, Boston, you know, that kind of stuff. You can hear those influences, you know, in very subtle ways, but you can hear those influences in our sort of pop punk sort of genre, um, what we do. So, yeah, man, I mean, I, you know, we don't mean to be. I mean, nothing is really purposeful with us. You know, us, man, we just, we play as loud and fast as we can and hope we're in, in key and in time, right? But, you know, uh, sometimes things just happen organically. And, and I think that's the way this record is going to finally get finished up is just we're, we're you know, this, this thing is going to kind of force us to, we can't get out there and play, right? So why not? Why not get back to writing? Jace, give me another song that I can play that that describes Jace. I, I hate saying that out loud because I still no, I'm no. confusing myself at this point. But give me a song that describes you again, or or maybe maybe like your writing style, something that you have to put on when you're writing and, and it gets you in the mood, or or um, another song. You know what? Let's go the opposite spectrum. Give me a song that you put on when you're raging. So. You know, man, I'm not, I'm not a huge, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, I sort of lost my temper years and years ago where I used to, used to be pretty bad with that, right? Um, you know, life's been really good to me. And so I really don't, um, you know, I don't really have a whole lot, but I tell you, um, my, my, I guess, I guess if I were to take one record out of, out of everything um, that, that I've ever sort of absorbed, it would have to be the cure's disintegration, and I really like pictures of you. You know, um, I, I like the whole record, so it's really hard for me to, to, to pick. I mean, because if, you know, if, if I'm in that that headspace, man, I'm going to listen to the whole disintegration record. I'm just a huge Cure fan, so yeah, I, I, I would say pictures of you.
great big thank you to Cody. I owe a great big thank you to Chippy and all the people who have kind of made this a possibility and, and made this a chance to, you know, to actually happen because is that I, I followed Jay Paris, but I don't think you're on social media, are you? No, no. I, I got off kind of a long time ago. It was, uh, it was, it was not, not my bag, but um, yeah, I mean, we, we all have a lot to thank for both Cody and Chippy. I mean, you know, they, they, they work so hard for, for the band and um, I, you know, there are times where, you know, you know, not everything is always bright and sunny and, and, and without in particular, those two doing what they do um, and, and being as, you know, cool and, and encouraging as they have been i don't sometimes i don't even know if we would have made it through some pretty pretty tough times so yeah i mean to say thank you to chippy and, and cody is, is an understatement man it really is i find it so amazing how it is such a small world how i run into your son 10 10 years after meeting you 
That's crazy, man. <laughs> you know, out of respect for him, I won't say where I saw him. You know, okay. He knows I saw him at work. I'll keep that respectful. He's like, <laughs> we can leave it that. He's like, hey, that's my dad. Or, or either he said it, we talked about it there at his job, or I commented on one of your posts or something like that. And he responds back to me and he's like, hey, I saw you commented on the Jay Paris page. I'm like, yeah, I've known these guys for years, whatever. He's like, Jace is my dad. <laughs> and I just about shit myself. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you look older than he does. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> Oh my God. You're man. like twice his size, man. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's really tall too. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a big boy. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he's just a great, great kid, man. He's, uh, he's really got his act together, man. He's, um, he helps us so much, man. He just shows up, you know, sometimes we will play four or five hours away from him and he'll, he'll still find a way to show up. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, he'll just work his way through the crowd and there he is, you know, and it's, uh, it's always just, it's great to have him, you know, but um, I have to ask, do you think he's ever played the that's my dad card? I saw him do it one night. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I was nothing but encouraging though. So, you know, oh, you encouraged <laughs> him. so tell me that story. What happened there? How did, how did he pull? Oh the man. I don't know that I'm allowed to tell that one. I don't oh, know. That would be great though, to hear about that. Or, <laughs> or do you think he pulls in some of the ladies with the, that's my dad card? I, you know, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. There you go. That's encouragement right there. This may be a question for Chippy and Cody. However, do you know where people can find some of maybe even the old stuff? Of course, there's Spotify. You know, we can go back to the 660 album of 2013 and get, get that entire record. But where can people find maybe some of the... Um, uh, destroy a ruin America album. Yeah. Okay. So, um, they're not like officially released videos or anything and this, their songs aren't mastered or anything like that. But if you go, if you go to YouTube and of course, call it what you want is, I, I guess you could probably get that anywhere. It's, you know, iTunes and all that stuff and Apple music and just, just Spotify, just anywhere. Right. But, um, since the other stuff were never released and never, never put into print or anything like that. In fact, they're just, they're really not finished. You can go to YouTube and you can, um, the, the, the songs that we have on YouTube that you can hear are a actually a Cure song um, that, that will eventually go on that record called Fascination Street. Um, there's a song that we love called The Silence, and that's also on YouTube, just Jay Paris, The Silence. Um, and then there is a song called Too Many Days. Too Many Days. It's Jay Paris, Too Many Days. And the other song that we have on YouTube, and again, these aren't official videos, man. These are just something we put up, and they're, they're really not mixed or mastered or anything. But it's, you know, we love everybody to, to kind of give us their feedback on them to <laughs> let us know if this work, record is really going to be is, is worthwhile as we think. But um, um, there's a song called This High. Um, this High is that everybody told me that that would probably be what they would want as a single um, on, on the record. But it's, uh, it's on YouTube. That's about the only place you can really find those songs. There's, there's another song that, Ke uh, Kevin Churko um, and I recorded. He's a Ozzy's producer, and he, him, him, and I recorded this song in um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as well. Uh, and it's called Mafia Nine One One. And that song's been around for a while, but that that is also set to be on that record one, at, at some point too. I don't think that's on YouTube, but I know it's on a couple different, you know, I don't know websites or whatever. I, but. I actually have the uh, this high song. This have, high? Yeah, I have it right here in front of me. Yeah. And uh, I, you have a Bands in Town page. Don't, no, you know what? This is on uh, SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud? Okay. 
on SoundCloud along with um, Fascination Street, Too Many Days in the Silence. That's all on SoundCloud. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. I, I, I don't know why Mafia 911 gets away from that little pack of, of songs, but it's, um, but yeah, man, those songs are, um, those songs are not finished, but they are, you know, and it's, and it's, it's myself, Rob, um, Sean, John Karabi. Um, there's actually our drummer at the time was a guy named Barry who, who had played on, one of those um those songs and uh our new stuff will obviously be with mike um but um you know I, you know we'll come back you know if we get that record done and recorded and everything i'd love to come back and kind of preview it with you guys oh absolutely uh now you guys have well three total completed albums and one unreleased you have yeah. my alone 660 and call it what you want you also have an entire set list of songs and covers that you do. Yeah. Which one do you think is one of the most either fan favorite song cover that you do or one of your favorite songs to cover? Um, you know, I really like the sweetness by, by Jimmy Eat World. Um, but I tell you the, 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 the one that we've learned uh, most recently and, and we, and we just absolutely adore <laughs> this song is um, it's, a, it's a newfound glory song um, called my friends over you.
one memory I had from back in that era that was just so awesome, man. I'll never forget. We, um, it was right at the time Here We Go Again came out and, and hit number one. So the day before we did an in-store and we, the, the, the store was completely just packed. This one particular one, I don't know if we just had more gear there that day or something, but we blew the power out in the entire mall. What? Um, the whole mall put, went out. It was right in the middle of here we go again. Everything's loud and everybody's, you know, screaming. It's just like, you know, punk rock comes to Salisbury Mall, right? So it's just great. At, you know, right in the middle of here we go again, the lights just go, bam, man, all the power goes off. And I stood up on the, on the throne and I just did the conductor thing and, and the whole it must have been 500 or a thousand people. I don't know how many damn people it was. Everybody just saying to hear, Mom, I'm so afraid. I'll do anything to get, you know. And it was just, the, I, it was the biggest chill, goosebumps moment probably of my whole time period that, you know, back back when Call It What You what was that, you know, from that era. are on facebook but do you guys have like a twitter or anything like that instagram yeah we uh, i know we have um an instagram i think it's like j paris band um is the is the is the what you go to for that um 
um, we'd love to hear pe- from people on Facebook because we can, we can actually, you know, keep in touch and talk to them and, 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 you know, we, we make a lot of friends there and that way when we are playing here, there and everywhere, if we're anywhere near where that person is, I mean, it's great to be able to invite, invite them out, you know, and, and we try to give people, you know, as many free tickets as we can. We, we've never been in this for the money, man. We're, we're in this because for the love of what we do. So if the more, the more the merrier, right? Um, we, we do have a website. Our website is still the same. It's jparislive.com. So J-P-A-R-I-S live, L-I-V-E.com. And our schedule is always posted there. Just want to say thank you, of course, to you and your team, uh, Cody, Chippy, and everybody else who, you know, has their different roles who I may not have interacted with. But Jace, it has been way too long. I really hope that we continue to uh, interact and, and I hope to see you one day uh, performing live again. Maybe, maybe you can come down here some and, uh, we'll see your performance. Um, and if, uh, if you could give me one song, your top song, your favorite song off your album that I can end this show with. Well, I, I will tell you, it may not have been our, uh, most critically acclaimed or biggest, you know, hit as, as it were. Um, but ghost is really the favorite, my favorite song that, that we've ever, ever written and recorded it's uh, it's it means a hell of a lot to me it's um it's, it's definitely I, I gotta say it's my, my favorite song jay paris has ever recorded brother thank you so much for joining me i really appreciate your time it has been ridiculous that we have not spoken in so long man let's not do that again all right absolutely jace thank you so much man all right brother thanks man right, bye-bye you used to stay awake and smell the obsession on my clothes and wait for the phone to ring love with my pictures on your wall but that was I made you my girl Those pictures are gone Like everything I know that you're here with me So why do I